Good morning, everybody. Welcome to The Daily Oz. It is Tuesday, the 8th of February. Good morning. Hope you're waking up well. Hope you've had a coffee and are on your way to work. If you're still working from home, hope you've at least gone around the block. It's been a while of working from home life. Enough about that. Let's talk about the news. Today, we're going to be looking at the tumultuous week that Meta, we might know them as Facebook, have had on stock markets all over the world, and their company numbers are not good. We're going to tell you all about that. But first, Mariah, what is making headlines this morning? The federal government has announced up to 1,700 Australian Defence Force personnel will be deployed to help staff in the aged care sector amid the spread of the Omicron variant. Federal Health Minister Greg Hunt said, whilst we are seeing a decrease in the number of active cases, we do know that there are significant pressures in specific facilities. Sticking with federal government news now, and Minister for Defence Peter Dutton has rejected the claim made by former New South Wales Premier Bob Carr that he is the Liberal Cabinet Minister who leaked the text messages that called Prime Minister Scott Morrison a, quote, complete psycho. Dutton said Carr's tweet was baseless, untrue and should be deleted. Lifeline has announced it has expanded its text and chat services to operate 24 hours a day, seven days a week, to be more accessible for hard-to-reach groups. CEO Colin Seary said the service is unique in that it allows for genuine privacy during contact, so it is well suited to support cohorts at heightened vulnerability, such as help seekers experiencing domestic and family violence or those living with a disability. And today's good news, a massive announcement yesterday from the Prime Minister. Scott Morrison announced Australia will reopen its borders to all remaining visa holders on the 21st of February. This means double vaccinated international visitors can return to Australia. Morrison said that state-based cap arrangements on arrivals and state-based quarantine arrangements will still continue. So you might have seen some headlines last week speaking about Meta. Whenever I say Meta and whenever Mariah talks to us about Meta, you have to think Facebook. That's the new name. And the news was mostly about share prices and a decrease in the daily active users. So let me set the scene. On Friday, it was reported that shares of Facebook parent company Meta fell 26.4% on Wall Street. That meant the company lost about $230 billion US dollars in value or about Australian $322 billion. That's the largest one-day drop a company has experienced in history. Mark Zuckerberg himself lost over $30 billion in a single day. It actually meant he dropped out of the top 10 richest people in the US for the first time since 2015. That is quite spectacular. But what was the cause behind all of this? The fall comes after the company released a report predicting weaker than expected revenue in the next quarter. And it also revealed Facebook's first ever drop in daily active users in the last quarter. One likely reason for the fall is the success of rivals, especially TikTok. Mariah, is TikTok the real reason as to why things are going south at Facebook? Well, it is certainly fair to argue that other apps such as TikTok, who are popping up on the market, have stolen potential Facebook users. Yes, that is one contributing factor. But it is also fair to say that there are various other pressing issues that Facebook and Meta are facing and have faced contributing to this daily active user decline. But let me reiterate, it is not to say that the popularization of TikTok and other competitor apps haven't contributed. It most certainly has. But a good way to think of it is to think of it like a cocktail of issues. 
A cocktail that's becoming increasingly concentrated with other players in the market. Let's turn to the number of daily active users. When we learned that this declined, was this a surprise to people? Absolutely not. Facebook has known about these issues for a long time and it is not new information. In particular, Facebook has faced significant issues around capturing the attention of younger audiences. Again, that is not new information. We knew this well before Meta made its announcement last week. Facebook's issue of capturing the attention of younger audiences was reiterated during what was known as the Facebook Files, which was a huge document leak that told us that this had been an ongoing issue for many years. The Verge noted in their podcast, however, that Instagram was actually supposed to be the younger platform that Meta offered. However, you might have noticed that Instagram have actually introduced features that have got to do with shopping and commerce. That was a deliberate decision by Instagram who decided to take a new direction for the app. Whether that pivot will actually capture the attention of young people or continue to do so is unclear. And further, Instagram has attempted to implement features similar to TikTok, think reels and videos, but it has not seen near the same growth as what TikTok has. Meta hasn't given us specific data on Reels' usage figures, but outside research has told us that it is falling much further behind TikTok in the battle for younger users' attention. It makes me feel very old as a 27-year-old for you to be talking like that. I had a question around privacy issues. I've noticed a few headlines around the role that Apple and some changes are playing in all of this. Can you tell me a little bit about what's been happening in that space? This is a really important aspect and Facebook did actually specifically mention this. If you're an iPhone user, you might have noticed that recently your device often asks you for your permission for third-party apps like Facebook to track you. This was a recent update from Apple, which included privacy changes, allowing users to prevent apps from tracking their online activity for advertising purposes. So this specifically affected big tech and specifically Facebook. As you can imagine, Facebook was not happy about that update. And it actually cited this specifically as an issue when it came to daily active users. David Weiner, Meta's chief financial officer said, and I quote, we believe the impact of iOS overall is a headwind on our business in 2022. iOS refers to the software that iPhones use. In saying that, to what extent this specific privacy change caused for Meta is unclear. I do say this because Big tech companies like Snapchat had reported that it had bounced back from those changes implemented by Apple, along with several other tech companies like Amazon, whose ad revenue and Pinterest, whose ad revenue, just to name a couple, were also largely unaffected overall by the change. So we don't know specific numbers, but we do know that other companies were fine. It wouldn't be a podcast episode about Meta and Facebook if we didn't touch on the metaverse. Firstly, remind me what exactly the metaverse is is. But tell me, did that give any sense of hope for the company in their forward-looking projections? Again, this is another interesting aspect. A reminder of what the metaverse is, think of it as a world, but digitally. And you access that world by usually wearing VR goggles or virtual reality goggles. As we know, Meta changed its name from Facebook to Meta last year And by doing that, it ensured that it was the pioneer and the forefront of virtual reality technology and what is known as the metaverse. You could certainly argue that with that name change came a different focus and attention on the metaverse by Mark Zuckerberg himself and his executives. And with that change in focus, 
it has not helped those underlying issues of user retention. Essentially, the company's priorities have changed. And it is strongly argued that the concept of the metaverse is still years away from being fully fleshed out and then further being accepted by society. So it is sort of a gamble for Meta with this new focus and direction that they're hoping the gamble will pay off in the long run, despite the loss of users in the short run. So it's hoping to gain those users despite the short user loss in the short run. It's hoping it will gain it through being the pioneers of what is known as the metaverse. Just before we wrap this up, it's also worth mentioning that most other social media companies have also suffered some serious losses this past week. While they certainly aren't as severe as what Meta faced, we saw losses of 23% in Snapchat shares, 10% off Pinterest and 5% off Twitter. It's a tough time to be in social media, Sam. Except if you're the Daily Oz Mariah where things are going very well. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast, everybody, today. We'll be back tomorrow in your ears. Give us a rating on Spotify or a review on Apple if you like what we're about. It really helps us as an independent media company. Until then, follow us on the Daily Oz for all the news throughout the day. We have a massive week in federal politics. And to keep you in the know, that's where you can find us until tomorrow morning. Have a fantastic Tuesday.